Chapter 27 Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood by Sarah Jamas. She's done it again. Here we are with another fantasy novel written by Sarah Jamas, and we couldn't resist reading it. So join us in this chapter where we review the book by telling you what we liked, what we disliked, and whether or not it's worth reading. Don't worry, there is also a spoiler-free part at the beginning and a prediction part at the end. We post on Wednesdays. Turn the page. Welcome to another chapter of Between the Pages. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you. My name is Hanin. And my name is Nesma. We host this podcast together where uh, we review and recommend books for you. We usually have uh, non-spoiler chapters for those of you who want a spoiler-free review of a book. And spoiler chapters where we simply review the book down to every last detail. But, however, from now on we're going to combine them together in one episode. So the first couple minutes of the episode will be for non-spoiler and the rest of it will be spoiler for those of you who have read the book. And if this is a book in a series, we might do predictions in the end for the coming book. Yeah, of like theories or ideas that we have of what might come next. (laughs) Yeah, and then go back to them when the book finally comes out and see how far off the chart we were or on point. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) So today we have Crescent City, a house of earth Earth and blood. blood. (laughs) A House of Earth Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss. (laughs) Our favorite author. One of our favorite authors. (laughs) I absolutely love her. I love her writing, which is basically the reason I think why we bought this book. Mm -hmm. I didn't think we read the synopsis. We didn't. We just... Like, we just bought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's Sarah J. Maas. So we exactly. have to buy it. We didn't know anything about the story. Yeah. Even from Instagram reviews or like, we didn't even read what, what it was about. We were like, oh, they got Crescent City and we haven't yet. And just that, you know, without even knowing what was the story about. Exactly, yeah. And I think, <laughs> for me, if I think about it, I think this is the true success of an author that simply your readers hear your name and just blindly buy your book. Yeah. <laughs> I think she has reached like the peak of her success at mm-hmm. the moment, which is why it's it's scary, you know, because if she makes one wrong step, mm-hmm. it could go downhill from here. <laughs> yeah. Because right now she's at a very good place. Mm-hmm. Like, she's very popular. But we're with you through and through, Sarah J. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. guess I only read the synopsis when I was in chapter three. I was so confused that I'm like, wait, what? What is this about? What is this about? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I turned the uh, the book to read the yeah. synopsis. You can actually Funnily read it enough, for you. Yeah, yeah, we should read the synopsis for those of you for the non-spoiler part. <laughs> But I was saying, I was gonna say that while I first read the couple chapters, I didn't even know who was the main character. You know, <laughs> it wasn't pretty clear. Like, mm-hmm. like Danica and Bryce, there was something. Okay, it was written from Bryce's perspective, but there was something like you still don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. if you haven't read the synopsis. If you yeah. have read it and you were pretty like aware Set of it that yeah bryce and hunt are then, the yeah it's there. pretty obvious that mm-hmm. bryce and hunt are the center of the story yeah but anyway let's read the synopsis together okay. <laughs> so we know what it's about <laughs> bryce quinlan used to light up crescent city parting all night in the clubs where the strict classes of angel shifter human and fey merge into a sea of beautiful bodies <laughs> and the, and then a demon murdered her closest friends. Two years later, when the supposed killer is behind bars, but the crimes start up again, the city's leaders command Bryce to help investigate. They assign an enslaved fallen angel, Hunt Athelar, to make sure she does. But as Bryce fights to uncover the truth and resist her attraction to the brooding angel who shadows her every step, she finds herself following a trail that leads deep into her own dark past. 
I'm actually quite happy that I didn't read the synopsis because I wasn't, um, I wasn't even aware of Hunt coming into the picture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how clueless I was, you know? And I loved every minute of it. Like, the the idea of not knowing what's going to happen, who are the characters that are going to be the center of the story. And then uh, Hunt was there when something happened, but I didn't know that he was going to be significant later on in the story. Mm -hmm. So... It was interesting to, to to experience that, you know? Yeah. And when I read that her friends are going to die, none of them had died yet. And I was like, who's going to die? Who of them, you know? Yeah, like, I was waiting die. for it. And then the more Sarah J. Mass makes us, like, again, you love someone. Yeah. I'm like, is it going to be him? Is it going to be her? <laughs> is it going to be them? You know? <laughs> I kept like that for a while until yeah. the incident happened, basically, that like Mm -hmm. where the story is supposed to start from i guess yeah i think we should try and quote unquote try (laughs) to give them an overview of the world yeah need to help them when they start reading the book because it was very confusing for us yeah it was a while until uh, we got used to it and knew who's what and what is what and you know yeah 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 so there are four houses Mm -hmm. house of earth and blood which contains in it or like people are aligned to it who are shifters, humans, witches, ordinary animals, and many others to whom Thona calls, as well as some chosen by Luna. Those are goddesses, of course. And there is the house of sky and breath. This holds the Malachim, angels, um, fae, elementals, sprites, and those who are blessed by solace along with some favored by luna and solace is the god of sun and luna the goddess of the moon i guess okay okay house of many waters this has river spirits mare yes as in mermaids (laughs) Uh, (laughs) water beasts nymphs kelpies knocks and others watched over by uginas and the last house is house of flame and shadow this has Demonaki, Reapers, Wraiths, Vampires, Draki, Dragons, Necromancers, and many wicked and unnamed things that even Erd herself cannot see. I guess Erd, from what we, from what I inferred, is inferred as the goddess of the gods. I guess I don't know. It's like the big one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and um, there are, um, like, there is something called the Republic. Mm-hmm. It has Asteri, which is like... Asteri. Asteri. They're basically stars, I think. Yeah. Like, or have star powers. There are seven. One of them is dead. Uh, and there are governors, <laughs> and there are governors underneath them, and then heads of every people, I guess, like a king for the fae, a queen for the witches, a queen mm-hmm. for the um, water people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and the humans have a king as human. well. Yeah, and then prime for the shifters yeah. and the werewolves and the humans. Mm-hmm. And of course, the least people who have any privileges are... Right. The humans should have said beings, not people. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's, I guess, a map of what this world is. Am I missing something? No, I don't think you have. I think we... uh, There's Lunathian, Mm -hmm. um, the city. The city, which is Crescent City as well. Yeah, and Mm. you have... uh, It's like a whole... Like like a crescent moon, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And... It's uh, it has four gates. Yeah, and these gates have powers mm-hmm. uh, or lead to um, like each gate is for one of the houses. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I think the map is the most confusing thing to memorize, but I think that's why you have it in the book so you can keep <laughs> going back to it. Yeah, so you can have an idea of where the characters are moving, like mm. the apartment. Okay, that's here. Um, I don't know, the uh, the comedium that's there, the gate, the rose gate, oh, that's over here, so it's not far away from there. So it's like mm-hmm. you have an idea of what yeah. the place will look You're like. You're following them. Yeah. yeah. 
makes it more um, realistic. I think. Yeah, realistic. Yeah. 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 No way. Okay, so I think the next thing that we should move on to is how it was, how the experience was as a whole of reading the book. I think we, like we previously said, the first, I think you told me like another Instagram account said like the first 300 pages or something. It was like our that. friend who told us, but like, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> who was uh, it? Selma said, oh, you mean the Instagrammer? She said that she tells a story. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. In her review. Yeah. But I like guess the it's first more like the 400. <laughs> the first 400. True. Page, half of the book, basically. <laughs> but the book is 800 pages long. Yeah. Over 800 pages. Mm-hmm. So it is understandable that it will take you some time to get used to a new world because mm. it's a new series. And it has a lot of details. So much detail. Mm-hmm. But not boring detail. No. It's very interesting. Every detail played a role by the end. Like, yes. That's how... That's me telling you, concentrate. (laughs) (laughs) Concentrate on every little thing. (laughs) I wasn't too shocked about it because I'm quite aware that this is Sarah J. Moss's style. Like whenever she starts a new series, she always goes right Mm, into it. Right, as if we know. As if we already know everything. And I think that's the kind of way, best way to introduce introduce the reader to a new story. Why? Because you're treating the reader as a smart person, Mm. you know? Otherwise, it's an intro to an article, you know? (laughs) Right, and you feel like the the author is not trusting you to understand, Mm. you know? No, the, the author would rather confuse you, let you figure it out, so you feel proud of yourself. I'm like, yes, I got it yes Mm -hmm. i understood this yeah like first of all it's like you're being pushed into like cold water but Mm -hmm. then like once you get swimming the water gets warm and everything so i guess for people who are new to reading or they wouldn't get it right away but we're used to it because we read a lot yeah yeah and it is an adult uh, fantasy novel so i think whoever's reading it is hopefully an adult (laughs) (laughs) You know, <laughs> but anyway, um, after we pass that confusion point, maybe it will happen earlier for you. Who knows? <laughs> you get really invested in the characters. Yes. You really root for them and you want mm-hmm. good things to happen for them. So at first you're like, if you're introduced to like new characters other than Bryce, the the, the protagonist, it's weird at first like who are these people and Mm -hmm. they're not usually human they're something else yes and you get their point of views as well not just Bryce's or Hunt's yeah you see things from their point of view it gives you an insight into them the book is written in the third person um unlike Court of Thorns and Roses yes she started doing the third person in a crust of in a court of frost she used to do that with other characters other Mm. than Farah they would yeah. get third person. Yeah. Weirdly, why? I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, we're going off point. Another thing that I really liked about Crescent City was the distrib- the the switch between characters. Not in the traditional way where you have it. The title of the chapter is the name of the character. You have it different now. You have there's just the number of the chapter and then you go on not knowing which character is going to be there and you have switches in the chapter itself so that was very refreshing than her usual style Mm. you know yeah something that i think will go unresolved for you is the cover of the book and yes. the chapter the chapters that has a crescent and the raven on it, a black raven. Yeah. And we're like We still don't uh, know. <laughs> yes, we can decipher the cover or who it is, what's or why it the for? raven. Like Yeah. And why does the raven have green eyes? You mm-hmm. don't know. I have a feeling that the, the the cover is Bryce, maybe in her full bloom power. But she looks like she's a ha- like a robot or like a queen or something. She has like armor on and I don't know, something is off. And mm. that's, uh, if you figure it out, let us know. Because until now, we've read the book and we have no idea what the cover is about. Yes, so that's a <laughs> challenge for you. Go read the book and tell us what you, th- you think. <laughs> I think lastly, we should tell them would we recommend the book for them or not? Well, if you're a Sarah J. Maas fan or reader, 
of course i think you owe it to yourself to read yeah her books i mean I if guess. they're sergey Mas's fans they probably already have read it yeah and we're <laughs> like too late to the party but if you haven't read sergey Mas before i recommend i don't know starting with this book or the other books hmm I wouldn't start with this one because she's not famous for this one. She's famous for the other ones. Mm. Maybe they should read yeah. Throne of Glass or A Court of Thorns and Roses. A Court of Thorns and Roses. It depends on my, how much time you have. Throne of Glass series is way larger than A Court of Thorns and Roses. Mm. There's still books coming for Akutar, but it's they're still not out. Yeah. So you still have a chance to catch up. <laughs> But I mean, if you haven't yet, like, why are you living? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I personally, okay, so I'm not one to jump on, like, the trend train, you know? Mm -hmm. If there's, like, a book Mm -hmm. that's trending, I'm not usually one to grab it. But I thought it would be healthy for our podcast if we did. (laughs) Plus, it's Sarah J. Moss, we had to. So I would told, I personally, yes, I would recommend you read it. It's not bad. It's not like a total waste of time. It is not a waste of time at all. No, you no. don't feel like it's it's won't. Maybe some of the things in the book won't meet your expectations, but that's completely normal. Mm-hmm. That's with any book. Yes, but this book is rich. is rich with a lot of things. So yeah, it's I guess a it's lot fulfilling of in a way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, I would totally recommend you read it. Yeah, and if you are one of those people who I can't wait for the book, the next book to come out. I guess you can read this now and not read the epilogue. <laughs> right. I was going to tell you that this is the first time that I'm invested in a series that just came out. Really? Yeah. I was that I'm not with usually, Akutar, I think. Yeah. And I'm not series, usually yeah. into that. You mm-hmm. know, I always like to read Collect when there's... Collect the, the series yeah. and then start reading it. Yeah. Yep. That's my thing. <laughs> so it, this is going to be agony to wait for the next book. But hey, we have a lot more to read in the meantime. So yeah. <laughs> the, well, the solution is to start another book right away, you know? <laughs> right away. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the spoiler part. <laughs> and it's in- the spoiler part. So, so it's spoilery. So. <laughs> so anyone who hasn't read it... Stop listening here, go and grab the book and read it, and then come back again. So, what are some of the things that we have to say about the spoiler? (laughs) Okay, at the beginning, or overall, like when I read throughout the story, I was kind of noticing a lot of mirroring between Aquatar and Crescent City. There were some events that I felt like she... She used them from the Aquatar series and simply just changed the characters <laughs> and the setting. <laughs> like, hmm. for example, by the end of the story, when Han got captured by Mika and Bryce decided to save to save him, and it kind of reminded me of the scene with Under the Mountain when mm, Farrah yes, went back to yes, save Tamlin. In my eyes, it seems like Sarah was afraid. With some of the plot lines, she was afraid to go outside of the box because she found her her rhythm and her, like her, the idea of like a plot line. So she's kind of sticking with it. So I was kind of disappointed that she didn't go and think outside of the box a little. But I guess I understand why she did it because she's being safe. Mm -mm. She knows what her readers love and what they want to read. And I mean, we loved it. I loved it, but I kind of expected more, Mm. you know? But still, by the end, she was um, like, shit has gone down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like under the mountain again as well. Again, it's It's like like... the... But I guess this is a normal plotline, plotline, like, event, event Mm wise. Like, mm -mm. if you write a story, even if you write a movie, yeah, you have a climax and then you have the resolve after the climax. So it's like. Um, the typical story. After that, like at the beginning of the story with Bryce, I wasn't sure of why she was the protagonist. You know, she was so mundane and so messy. Mm. You know, I wasn't really sure that what is so special about her? Why is she the protagonist of all these people? (laughs) Like Danica, for example, she's so 
like from the beginning I was aware of how powerful and how amazing she is, then why is Bryce half fae, half human, the protagonist of the mm-hmm. story? So I was like, hmm, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> and then after Danica's death and after the pack has died, I'm like, okay, that's why. <laughs> because yeah. they're going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> There's only she left, so... <laughs> Ah, oh, that was so sad. Yeah, that was really sad. But I guess that's not really a spoiler in 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 the sense of if you have read the synopsis, you already know they're gonna die. <laughs> but the mysterious part ab- around it, it's um, it had so many layers, and so like threads that you go after, and then it's a dead end. And mm-hmm. yes, it was too much. They it was cut it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess you're not into the mystery thing. No, I'm not. And that's something about it was so simple. Like she took such a traditional plot line and added it to such a vast, huge world, you know, Mm. and it's just a murder. With a lot of players. I'm like, okay, so the story is just a murder mystery, but in this huge, amazing world. I'm like, okay, you could have come up with something, like, more grand than that. (laughs) But I guess if that's fine, if that's what she wants to go for, she really made it successful. Yeah. Um, I wasn't bored at all. And I mm. I was happy with it, you know, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I didn't like, like, I liked the mystery. Yeah. And I guess maybe the threads, the dead end threads were like, yeah, for us to know the characters more, mm-hmm. and re- to reveal about them more things, Annie. But I think I didn't like the idea, the idea of the Troyari being sort of cops you know they had this yeah, yeah. uniform about them mm-hmm. i don't mean the literal uniform that the, the image of like their cuffs and investigating the, like and peacekeepers or yeah, something or yeah like, mm-hmm. why yeah <laughs> everyone had a role warriors, you know yeah they could have just yeah you're right you're right it could have been the roles could have been distributed a little better you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah something else uh-huh. um with I loved how Sarah J. Maas was able to make us fall in love with the characters at the very beginning, right before mm. before they got they killed. Died. And this was the, the tool I knew. I mean, she made us love Danica so much. And I was like, hmm. How did she do that? Like, I want to know... As an like as a writer myself, like I'm trying to really wrap my head around how she did it, how she made me fall in love with with a character right before she kills him in like chapter three or four mm. and like we're just four chapters in how am i so invested in a character you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i guess this is the power of writing so there must have been something i think danica's character was probably very developed by the time she started writing the story so she has a, an idea of what danica's like and what makes her so attractive to people mm. so i don't know she used that as an element i think how she did it like if we analyze the text and see where it started and where it ended i still have no clue <laughs> yeah <sighs> but the things they did for each other oh wow. yeah through love all is possible <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved, loved <laughs> I loved everything about it. Yes, I mean Sarah the Jim flash Austin. drive that was hidden in the jacket. jacket what? Yeah. What? <laughs> and the that the, was the password for um the uh, that. account at the company. Yeah. And I mean I love how Sarah Jimas used such a cliche thing yeah. and made it so powerful. fantastical and powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about <laughs> silly, but like well justified theory I had. <laughs> okay, okay, that turned so far off the chart, but like yeah. Okay, so you see, Sarah J. Maas always doesn't make her character be with the first person she loves. Yeah. Okay. So you had a feeling there was someone else in the picture uh-huh. other than Hunt. Yes, Danica. No. Who? No, 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 not Danica. Micah. <laughs> Micah? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. 
It's Mika, I think, actually. Mika, Mika, Mika. I have no idea. Whatever. Mika, Mika, whatever. You really yeah. thought it was gonna... What? Okay. But he's the bad guy in the whole thing. You thought it was gonna be like a Reese thing. He's uh-huh. like, he looks evil, but he's not. Yes, and the way she reacted to him the very first time, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Who like, knows? Maybe something happens in mm-hmm. the second book. Who knows? But I have a feeling Hunt and Bryce are actually... Yeah, I think they're going to you know, stick, together, stick yeah. with the first love thing. Yeah. Now. Well, it's not really first love yeah, thing, is it? Yeah, there was Connor. There was Connor in the picture. Mm. Again, we became so invested in that. Like, there was really... I wanted I them know, to we have the date. waiting for the date, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> How does she do that? <laughs> but it's but like, yeah. wonderful to see uh, someone so successful that we love, you know? Mm. <laughs> and then when he asked her out... Micah or Mika or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, I'm not interested. It was, I was like, oh. okay, there's a pattern. Like, yeah. I mean, they would, I, I saw them in the future together and talking about this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, if she really did that in the second book, then she's really copying Akotar. Mm-hmm. She's really copying. But it's not. Micah or Micah. Well, uh, anyway. <laughs> Just say Micah. It's not him. Yeah. No, I d- no, no. Actually, he's he's, he's dead. vacuum cleaner right now. <laughs> right. Wow. He's dead. That was... I loved everyone so everything. It was scary. It was scary as hell. Yeah. But I loved that that was in front of all of these people. Mm-hmm. It felt... I don't know. Right. I remember my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That wasn't my favorite. Right. I was going to say about the scene where I almost cried. The scene where he, he cut his wings off. Yes. I was really on the verge of crying. Mm-hmm. I was ve- I was holding myself together not to cry. <laughs> I, I was reading the scene and I was like literally so tensed up. And it was f- when I read it and when I read the scene... I was actually, I actually called out no. And then my brother was like, from the other room, was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really so sad for him. This is the first, like, I, I love it when an author does this to me, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm so attached to this character. And when something bad happens to them, I can't bear it. And yeah, it's, it was, it was excruciating. It was terrible, but amazing yeah (laughs) yeah it was terrible to read you know it felt like someone was was killing someone you loved you know and just you were there in the room you could see it it happening pointless you know yeah like like the other angel she was like they're they're they'll grow back but yeah he said they'll grow back i mean but it's uh, painful yeah it's just painful basically and the way she took care of him after. Yes, yes. That was the sweetest. <laughs> right. There was something weird about um, the incorporation with a modern world, like with electronics. Mm. I couldn't really see an angel or a half-fay, half-human uh, holding a phone <laughs> or scrolling so- through social media or, or sitting... Taking selfies. <laughs> or sitting and watching TV. And it was... Um, I kind of like I had it. I had this movie in my head that I watched before. It kind of helped me get the picture. Um, it's uh, Valerian, uh, this uh, with the city of a thousand planets. Mm-hmm. You've watched it, right? Yes. And I kind of pictured it the same way, like weird creatures with humans. There's cars and electricity, and like there's all sorts of things and. Um, I kind of imagined Crescent City being this way as well, like a mix of things with like um, a modern city as well around them. So it kind of gave me an idea of it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. She even commented on like, you're so normal watching game, a game and like, yeah. 
cap and everything. <laughs> he was wearing the cap. <laughs> I love that scene where they changed the cap and he she put it on her head and <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> and the taking photos of each other thing. Yes. I knew that was going to come back and bite him. Mm, I, I swear it, to I God, I knew it. it. Well, yeah. I knew she only did that. So it's going to be like a collection of photos that mm. are going to be used against him. I already saw that coming. That's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. That this is just something to, like, uh, inflict pain. <laughs> but it was cute. It was adorable. <laughs> and something else as well. I really love the names in this mm. in this book. Like Danica, uh, Isaiah, 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 I don't know, Isaiah. And you have Searings. <laughs> They're all mouthful, I tell you. (laughs) And Jessica and Micah, it's all like weird names, but they're all so... uh, And Bryce, yeah. It's uh, It feels like a boy's name. Bryce is not unique. No, but I like that she chose a not unique name for the protagonist. You know, Mm. it's easy to remember, it's snappy, it's normal, it's... I hated the repetition of a party girl, party girl, party girl, party girl. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I mean, she is not really... Like, she is... She is. We just didn't see that part of her. We saw the end of it. Mm-mm. Like, where she stopped being a party girl. But yeah. before that, we know that she always partied and always went with Danica and had had drugs and everything. Yeah, and the scene that yeah, she kept giving us pieces of and then she gave it to us in the end... Uh, Which one? The thing that happened with them when they were in college. Um, Remind me again? The motorcycle thing. Incident. Oh, yeah. That was so clever. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she keeps referring to it, and we get a new part each time, but then by the end, Mm -hmm. it's, like, her secret, you know? It's where her secret for the first time was shown to someone other than her parents. So when she said in the synopsis that like a lot of things are revealed and or like dark things are revealed in her past, they are. A She's lot. not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean there is this, there is her blinding the oracle and her father turning her to the curb. Yeah. Uh, her being the daughter of uh, of the king of the king. Uh, her being starborn. Mm-hmm. Um, what else in her past? Like how her mom got away and like her relationship with her ruined her brother. I loved him, loved, loved, loved him. I was so... I was like, why is she so hard on him? You yeah. Know? <laughs> No, I loved even the the dynamic of the relationship itself. Like we don't get that a lot in any. Mm. It's always like the brother sister brother sister relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not there, you yeah. know. And in, in a lot of stories of Sarah J. Maas, and it's like, um, it's something new and fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved her playing with the point of views of not like the, not the narration point of views. I mean, of who knows what and who doesn't mm-hmm. and then this person knows it and so we get the reaction twice or something yeah you yeah. know it's like i don't know <laughs> i love that versus the conflict happening right or, yeah and she played with that very well she did she did and the adult aspect of the novel <laughs> Right. When you said it's an adult novel, did they just talk about the swearing? <laughs> I mean, in the young adult novels, there was a lot of lovemaking scenes. And in this one, it's none, actually. <laughs> like, just like two scenes and they're always interrupted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I know she's... more adult-like? <laughs> I know she's doing this to tease us. Mm-hmm. You know, to so to keep us going for the next part, so we have finally have that <gasps> finally feeling, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. Yeah, I would have still bought the second book even if she would put it <laughs> would have put it in the first novel. Like yeah. you don't need to tease us like this, you know, <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> 
Oh, and the way they said, not the I love you. Yeah. Loa, don't be such a coward and come say it to my face. I love that I part. love that. The last scene. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? You, if I have to be midway dying for you to admit your feelings to me? <laughs> It's like uh, in the choice, uh, come bother me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Marry me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I love the last chapter where uh, finally every, everything settled down and... Hunt gained his freedom. Ah, that was mind-blowing. I mean, from the moment uh, Hypexia, uh, the witch, uh, the Hypexia, Hypexia, Hypexia. Uh, removed his halo. Yeah. Like, he gained his power back. and like That was so cool. Yes. But it was, again, Tamling, Tamlin being the spell released off him. And yeah, it's the same thing. It feels like a pattern. But it's amazing, you know? Mm-hmm. I love the familiarity. Like, yeah. Or maybe that I'm a Sarah J. Maas reader. I know where this happened before, yeah. you know? I guess like, you can look at the, it. Yeah, I like to look at the bright side. <laughs> to look at the bright side. <laughs> I'm a Sarah J. Maas fan. I know her storylines. <laughs> But I think if uh, we see Sarah J. Maas uh, in the context of um, authorship, as in being op- not obsessed, but like persistent with an idea and trying to explore it throughout her stories. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would be the idea of different worlds, you know? True. Like... Um, Like universe, mm. like a different universe where the oh, same and dimensions story. and planets. Yeah. Not necessarily planets in the sense we know, but like there is a veil to another world. Yeah. Like it's there in Throne of Glass. It's there in um, Aquatara. Mm-hmm. Barely, but it's there. And it's. Maybe she will incorporate them as well. Mm. Who knows? Maybe, like a maybe sneaky... it's another Marvel cinematic universe, right? Yeah. Like, that different worlds exist together and <laughs> know about each other in the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would like that. I mean, she did that, by the way, with Throne of Glass and Aquatar. Yeah, that scene where... Mm. Uh, but we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, but there is a it. scene where a character from Throne of Glass... Is incorporated t- into, into the Akatar series. Yes, yeah. just glimpse of it, but you know, like who she's talking about. Yeah, and it was sort of a spoiler to um, to the series to Akatar. Yeah, yeah, in a way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we don't have any predictions prepared, but but we... we'll just wing it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think um, let's think about what happened in the end. Yeah. So Bryce gained un not unparalleled powers, but a lot of powers. Mm-hmm. She did something that might show the world that be- lesser beings can be as powerful, and this challenges the Republic of like keeping the status quo of people where they are beings where they are and yeah just benefiting off them and all the terrible oh my things god i just have an idea mm-hmm. what it do the half fey and the lower beings have a queen uh they belong to the house of earth and blood they but they are lesser beings right yeah so what if she becomes like their queen their leader or something huh. Because she stands for them, like she's yeah, their she, their idol, maybe then. Mm-hmm. You know? And she's she sort of saved them. She went for them. Yeah. Right. She did. Hmm. Maybe maybe she 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 doesn't become the queen of the fae, but the queen of the humans. Yeah. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that now the uh, half fae, half human uh, being made the drop and actually came up without an anchor that other people will try to do the same. Hmm. But I feel like um, 
Because we have that scene where the king says, what? No, this has never been done before. Some people have uh, tried to go past their and level died. and have died yeah. and never come back again. So that With now, power, yeah. and now that it, uh, it happened, yeah. it, it happened. But again, this is a special case because mm -hmm. we know it's related to the quotes through love, everything is possible. And so Danica and yeah. So it's like a special thing. This is like a one-time mm. thing only. This is yeah. only if you're lucky, really, really lucky, this will happen to you. But I feel like what if other people will try to challenge it, you mm. know? Yeah. But I Maybe. don't think this is like relevant to the plot. Maybe no. this is gonna be something in the background. Yeah, Maybe yeah. on the news, Not gonna she will make, hear like uh. Uh, another two people have been found <laughs> making the drop and not coming back up again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I think this the some of the major things that haven't been resolved is uh, runes, uh, right. prophecy of the the blood the royal bloodline will end with him. Yes. Right, and him, uh, his match, Hypaxia. He was supposed to marry Hypaxia. Yeah. There's something going on right yeah, before the story I ended. I have a feeling there's something clicking. I'm. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, right before, he was, like, describing how beautiful she was and, and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is a chemistry there, of course. The first, The first time he met this witch who says she had ancient uh, tutors and... And like he thought she was beautiful and had yeah. this attraction to her. I said, this is the queen his father wants him to marry. <laughs> and he said uh, right before he left the place and he was talking to her, he forgot to ask her, her for her his her name, her name, right? <laughs> for her name. But sorry. it was so obvious. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> I love really that he obvious. didn't know and we know, you know, this is what I was talking about with yeah. point of views that sometimes we know things the characters don't and other well, characters don't. Well, I didn't know, I didn't catch it. I'm no, I... For me it seemed like a side character. Okay. Like but a side character that would show up again, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh, because yeah. when he said I didn't ask her for her name, that means oh, Mas won't leave us like this. She will yeah. tell us her name after later. But he was so taken by her and Yeah, he I, was. I I wanted it to be that kind of story that yeah. you know, you're going to marry someone forcibly and then you fall in love with them before accidentally or before you met them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid something will happen between Bryce and Hunt. Something that will separate them mm. to make the story more interesting. Because that now they're, they're, they're together, something will happen. Something definitely. needs to happen yeah. to separate them. So we have this, we want them back together again kind mm. of feeling, yeah. you know? Um, so we, like, keep going, you mm. know? So yes. I have a feeling that something like that would Might happen on, maybe yeah. maybe it happened in all her stories yeah so it did happen with the uh, recent pharaoh uh -huh, so definitely <laughs> that's going to happen yeah <laughs> not just recent pharaoh uh you haven't reached no that i haven't market. reached that there is also this kind of situation <laughs> okay <in her> glass. <laughs> mm. i am thinking that after i finish murder on the orient express i maybe continue uh, continue thrill of gas till you come back yeah. and then we move on to sure. other books yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. Or the Twilight. Or Twilight. Oh, there's so <laughs> many choices. <laughs> anyway, back to Crescent City. Yes. Uh, what might happen? Um, I think there was, in the epilogue, was, there was this big Smallest thing. hint mm, at something. At something that we even don't know what the something is, but... I you think... even texted me later as like, I could have lived without the epilogue. Exactly. It makes me wonder now. But I guess let's wonder together. Well, uh, we have to wonder because it's the start of a series. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Definitely Hunt's father will show up, be in the picture. Okay. And um, I don't know, he will mess things up. Like maybe he's the reason that they would get will get separated. Separated, yeah. Or I don't know, he will be the new villain maybe. You know? Yeah. I think that the Autumn King, Bryce's father will biological father, will be more in the picture as well. Um 
maybe now that she has so much power, he's afraid of her, so he's gonna try and like sneak up Shoya to be on her good, good side. side. Yeah, maybe he'll try to be her father. Kinda, yeah, you and know? they hinted a lot that he's guilty about it, but I mean, yeah, meh, <laughs> meh. He's more he's more interested with experiments. Like maybe you would want to study her now that she yeah. made the drop without an anchor in his yani in his terms and um uh, gained artificial power or something. And I think Sarah Jimas repeated the thing with the Pharaoh where she has multiple powers. Yeah. With Bryce as well because when she was like making the ascend Uh, she was like with wings and with fangs and with I don't know there was kida, this description right because Farah got uh, multiple powers from yeah. right right yeah that's maybe spoiling Akatar yeah we just <laughs> spoiled Akatar sorry <laughs> anyway <laughs> oops <laughs> oopsie <laughs> um, small slip up <laughs> but I mean the way she killed Micah And then, wow. I loved it. And the idea of time warping when a governor yeah. dies. And him killing Sandra. And I was like, I killed Micah. I killed Sandra. It's <laughs> such a competition, you guys. <laughs> and it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Let's have a look at the epilogue again. In the epilogue, there's not really a hint to what might happen. There's mm-hmm. just the idea of something going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but there is talk of um, uh, Bryce Hunt's not father. having Bri- Hunt's father and Bryce not having the same starlight as her brothers. That's of another yeah queen and Thea's light. Thea, that's one Thea. of the 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 Asteri. I think. Yeah. I think that's one of the Asteri, the one who's allegedly been mm. snuffed out. <laughs> But her light still shines. And he, she can tell the difference between the light. So, Not she, he, the Aedas, or Aedas. Yeah. And maybe he was in love with her or something. Like he said, Aedas? Ah, he said that blood, Azzi, uh, that light is still sung in my blood, so I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. And um, so, <laughs> oh God. <it's laughs> But I, were they sarcastic when they said that a, a Hunt's father would be proud? Sarcastic? No idea. As in, like, He's not. He won't be proud. He'd actually be mad, you know. Mm. As an us, we just predicted that he would be. Uh... Right. So if he's mad, mm-hmm. he has something to be mad about. Mm. So there's a motive for the next book. Yeah. But Where who is proud. his father? Yeah. Who is his father? Who is the father? I think he's an archangel. Maybe he is. Hmm. A higher angel. I don't know if I would like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll be the governor of Crescent City. Wow! And, and Hunt would be under his father now. And he doesn't like him because he left his mother. Yeah. To fend for herself, and because they were like lesser angels. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, if we continue with the theme that Bryce and Hunt are mirrors, then he has a father who resents him, like Bryce she has does. the yeah. same, yeah. Okay. I think I think his father is really powerful, because otherwise, how is Hunt that powerful, you know? Yeah. No, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. I think it's linked to the father. Mm-hmm. And... Something is going to happen in that area. It has to. Yeah. <laughs> Because the father was mentioned in the epilogue, mm-hmm. so it, it, he has to appear in the second book. And still, the horn is a thing, and she was told not to use it, so... She She's definitely use... going to use <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and she will have need of it. And remember that dream, not so much as dream with Idas as a cat as well? 
after she summoned him the same night, mm. it was like, what blinds an oracle? Uh, make the drop, Bryce. He was like, he was like that. You yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it reminds was... you again of like Pharaoh when she went to the um, what's her name? <sighs> oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Cereal. So the cereal. Yeah. And she told her as well <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What I what I would love to experience, of course, this is not something that uh, if it doesn't happen, I won't be mad. Mm-hmm. But I want like a hint of like the universes or the dimensions overlapping. Well, something I think happening. this is where the horn comes in, you know, yeah. not just with hell, but like like Micah wanted with other. Did you notice uh, hell being written with one L? <laughs> yes, and uh, a capital H. Yeah. Upper, lower, and uppercase H. So I'm like, hmm. Hmm. And it's so it's not our usual hell. It's yes. not the normal hell. Yeah. It's something else. And, I, and Adias, or Adas, he was like, or Adas, whatever. He was like, uh, maybe it's just another planet. And, yeah. You know, and he was like, Oh. hinting that it's not just the what yeah. we think or picture yeah <laughs> he makes he reminds me of hades you know like the god of the right. world yeah maybe that's more of the under king i don't know anyway we're very excited for the next book <laughs> coming out november 2021 next year next year exactly year. and the third book i think it's just the trilogy will be in March, so so close to that book. Yeah. It's confusing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode. Do you have any other predictions? Okay. <laughs> I don't have any other. So <laughs> that's it for today. Uh, thank you for listening if you have made it this far. Um, we hope you liked it. And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you for making it to the end of this chapter. We hope you've enjoyed this review of Crescent City and are excited as we are for the next book. In the meantime, we are going to pick up another murder mystery, but of the more traditional kind, which is Murder on the Orient Express by the well-known Agatha Christie, our first of many reviews of her books on our podcast. Thank you for listening. We post on Wednesdays, Mark the page for chapter 28.